Alrighty, well, uh, happy Friday. Anything going on? What did I miss? Anything? I did a lot of show prep last night into this morning, and then I, I normally do. I I go and get ready. I make my my uh, lunch and my afternoon snack right around 10 o'clock or so every single morning, and then, and then usually I jump back on, you know, the, the Twitter machine and shut down my computer and get ready to make my way into the office. And oh my gosh, what? All right. So I, uh, uh welcome to the, welcome to the show. Uh, and uh, in my, uh, uh, in my haste to get to the studio to start reading through the Dobbs opinion, um, the Supreme court, uh, ruling that came down, uh, today at about 10, 10 or so, 10, 15, uh, which I was I missed. I didn't see it until like another twenty minutes later. Uh, and I was, as I was just shutting down my computer, and uh, in my haste, I left my entire uh, folder of abortion-related material uh, back at the house. So, just working off of a single sheet of paper. Do not attempt this at home, people. I am a trained professional. News Talk eleven ten ninety nine three WBT. The Pete Callender Show. Welcome on this uh, Friday, June 24th. Pretty historic day. A lot of people are mad. Uh, I am, uh, and, and I understand that. I have been one of those people after seeing a Supreme Court ruling come down that I thought was ridiculous. I've been pretty mad too. Uh, just as a heads up, I did not go out and burn or loot or engage in violence or intimidation. That's just how I roll. I would recommend it uh, for everyone else. But in the event that you are unable to restrain yourself, uh, I do hope to see that Charlotte City leaders, state leaders, law enforcement, uh, I do hope that uh, everybody is going to take the necessary precautions to guard against uh, the dumbassery that is likely to evolve tonight with the promised night of rage by the domestic terrorist group, Jane's Revenge. They have already targeted uh, crisis pregnancy centers. For some reason, crisis pregnancy centers, they exist to help women who are pregnant and they need help. And so apparently if they decide to keep the child and they need some help and the crisis pregnancy center is where they turn to get that help, uh, that apparently is worthy of... Uh, vandalizing the buildings and threatening its workers. Because, of course, it is. Um, I do have to say, hats off to uh, to some of the people. I want to say thank you to some of the people who actually made this happen. Uh, first off, give it up for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, everybody, who, I mean, without whom this court would not look the way it does. Had she retired at, what, age 872 or whatever it was? No, it was 80. It was 80. Remember, she got she got the lunch date with Barack Obama, and he tried to, you know, hey, Ruth, wouldn't you like to retire? You're 80 years old, and we could have, like, a younger justice, and, uh, and then that would, you know, preserve that seat for, uh, you know, for a liberal justice to be in, and she said no. And she stayed on the court for about another, like, seven years or something. She eventually died, but she died when Donald Trump was president. And then Donald Trump put someone else in her seat. And 
that's how we ended up with a conservative majority, right? Uh, also, want to give a hats off, tip of the hat. Is it a hats off? You take your hats off or a tip of the hat. I guess it's kind of the same thing. It's one of those things like when you take the gloves off to fight, which is weird because in boxing you put the gloves on to fight. Anyway, um, Harry Reid. Give it up for Harry Reid. Remember in 2013 he blew up the uh, judicial filibuster. Remember that? He said uh, at the time that he didn't want to do it, but he thanked all of his supporters and all of the activists who encouraged him to do it. Quote, it had to be done, right? So the late Harry Reid, also responsible for this day. Um, also, on a more serious note, thank you to former President Donald Trump. Absolutely. Former President Donald Trump, the most compelling argument that was made to me when I was deciding whether or not to vote for him in the 2016 presidential race was whether or not uh, he would uh, appoint justices to the Supreme Court that would take an originalist, a textualist, you know, non-living, breathing constitution approach to jurisprudence. And I was concerned. I did not know because he wasn't a politician. He had no track record. He was not sort of steeped in conservative thought. Or philosophy, so I didn't know how he would, uh, how he would behave. I didn't know who he would appoint, and then he outsourced it all to the Federalist Society. So kudos to him, kudos to the Federalist Society as well. Um, but also, the pro-life warriors for the last forty-nine years. Congratulations and thank you for all of your efforts. Every single year with the March for Life, the, uh, the constant uh, shifting of uh, persuasion, you know, tactics, trying to argue for this position for almost five decades. Congratulations and also thank you to all of those folks. I have always, and I have been consistent on uh, the Roe v. Wade uh, ruling. As soon as I learned and, and kind of studied what it was about, as well as KCV Planned Parenthood, it became very obvious to me that this was, in fact, judicial overreach or activism. The people today who are saying that uh, they uh, that the Supreme Court eliminated a constitutional right, how can you eliminate a constitutional right that does not appear in the Constitution? It's not there. It's simply not there. These are the same people, by the way, that see the constitutional right to bear arms and say it's not there. <laughs> they literally read the text and deny that it means what it says. So I have always argued that the question of abortion should belong where the Constitution says it should belong because it's not enumerated. It's not in the Constitution. So what does it say? It's reserved for the states and the people. That's where these decisions should be made. And the majority opinion today said that, explicitly so. They pointed out that everybody who made this argument that the Supreme Court was going to put this matter to rest, 49 years later, not put to rest. That is proof in and of itself that the court erred in making the decision it made. These matters should be left to the people and their representatives at the state level. That is a Tenth Amendment argument. It always has been. It's always been my argument. And to um, 
to pull a quote from our friends on the left, this is what democracy looks like. See, people at the state level will now get to determine what their law should be. And they will, they will then get to live under the laws passed by their representatives. That's what democracy looks like. Take the win there, right? You're preserving democracy. You guys said this was a huge deal for you. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Roe v. Wade overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court. Six to three decision came down a little after 10 a.m. today. Uh, it allowed a Mississippi law. This is the Dobbs case uh, out of Miss Jackson versus Jackson. Anyway, uh, allows a Mississippi law that bans abortions after 15 weeks to take effect. The Constitution does not confer a right to abortion. Roe and Casey, these are the two cases, uh, are overruled and the authority to regulate abortion is returned to the people and their elected representatives. Uh, The ruling means each state will now be able to determine its own regulations on abortion, including whether and when to prohibit abortion. The decision overturns both Roe and Planned Parenthood v. Casey, which was the 1992 case, which created the undue burden standard. That is the modern test for abortion restrictions that say the court will invalidate state laws that had the purpose or effect of placing a substantial obstacle in the path of a woman seeking an abortion of a non-viable fetus. So, for people who say that uh, the stare decisis, that which is, you know, you, you can't ever go back and change precedent. It's, it's really, really important, the precedent. And even if you get it wrong, apparently, even if a court got something wrong a long time ago, you can't go back because stare decisis. And that became sort of the surrogate word during confirmation hearings or phrase during confirmation hearings where the senators would ask the nominees, well, what about stare decisis? What they were asking about is, will you not overturn Roe v. Wade? That's what they were trying to ask. Stare decisis? Stare decisis. Yeah, Casey, the second case, Casey gutted Roe v. Wade. So spare me the stare decisis garbage, okay? (laughs) Because when they needed to change the rules, just like all good games of Calvin Ball require, uh... That's a reference to Calvin and Hobbes, the cartoon strip, where Calvin Ball was a game that Calvin and his uh, imaginary friend stuffed animal, Hobbes, uh, they would play where there were no rules. They would just make them up as they go along. So whenever you need to engage in a game of Calvin Ball in order to advance a particular agenda, it's totally fine because it's different when Democrats do it. Dobbs, this case, asked whether all pre-viability restrictions on abortion are unconstitutional. Existing precedent prevented states from banning abortions before fetal viability, which is typically around 22 weeks or later. The Jackson, Mississippi Women's Health Organization, the last remaining abortion clinic in Mississippi, sued the state to stop the 15-week ban from taking effect. Mississippi asked the Supreme Court to review the viability standard from Casey, arguing that the rule prevents states from defending maternal health and its interest in protecting life, that the state has an interest in protecting life. The Mississippi law, which was passed in 2018, then was blocked at the U.S. 
Circuit Court of Appeals, Fifth Circuit, and that's what kicked it up to the U.S. Supreme Court. NC Policy Watch, our own homegrown left-wing organ for uh, all of the moneyed interests of progressive rich folk. Um, They compiled a list and they said 23 states have passed laws to restrict abortion access, including Arizona, Florida, Idaho, Kentucky, Oklahoma, and Wyoming. 23 states. 16 have states, or sorry, 16 states have laws that aim to preserve access to abortion. According to the Guttmacher Institute, it's a pro-abortion organization. Uh, Those states include Colorado, Maryland, New Jersey, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. Some states have what are so-called trigger laws as well. Which, uh, which meant, I think, uh, Oklahoma was one of them. That was the most uh, uh, high-profile one that they had passed, a trigger law, sort of in anticipation. So if Roe v. Wade ever gets overturned, boom, this trigger law takes effect. Um, what about North Carolina? Glad you asked. Carolina Journal wrote up a piece after the leaked draft came out. They wrote up a piece that looked at our state laws and The long and short of it is 20 weeks. Abortion before 20 weeks would still be legal, is still legal, I guess, in North Carolina. That's sort of the too long didn't read analysis. So here is the piece uh, from David Larson back on May 11th. Yeah. Uh, The original road decision in 1973 prevented states from regulating abortions to protect the life of the fetus until the third trimester of pregnancy. The 1992 Casey decision moved that trimester distinction instead to a viability distinction. They changed it. They, they came up with this idea of viability. Since then, states could not place what's called an undue burden on women's access to abortion until viability. And as you might imagine, that nebulous framework of undue burden gave a lot of room to run for progressive judges. Working under this limited framework, North Carolina still was able to pass a long list of laws regulating abortion. These include informed consent, which requires a 72-hour waiting period, parental consent for minors, a ban on sex-selective abortions, so you can't can't abort a baby just because you didn't want a boy. Although, how do you even know it would be a boy, right? You see the sonogram, you're like, I don't know, what, what is that child identifying as that that baby boy may may identify as a girl so i don't even know if you could do those anymore anyway uh prohibition on selling fetal remains after an abortion was that was passed also in north carolina and a ban on coverage of abortions through the health care exchanges created by obamacare the state also banned any use of state funding for abortions and it does make exceptions if the mother's life would be in danger or if the pregnancy was the result uh, result of rape or incest. Um, do, do the current overreaching or overarching law, rather, on abortion in North Carolina allows for abortions in the first 20 weeks of pregnancy in any hospital or clinic certified by the state for that procedure. After 20 weeks, abortions can only be performed in a hospital and only for emergency reasons. But in, there was another uh, change to the law in 2015. A judge, uh, U.S. District Judge William Osteen, uh, he blocked that. But now that will probably fall away because of today's ruling.
By the way, the president is expected to speak at 1230. We will try to carry it live as much of it as we can. E-cigarettes temporarily. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. Let's see if anything's blocking the roadways right now. Here's Boomer. Hey, thank you, Mark. Not so well in the interstates. Moving along collision-free for 77, 85, and 485. In South Charlotte, an incident on Youngblood Road at Roan Valley Drive. Providence Road at Providence Country Club Drive. To the east on Robinson Church at W.T. Harris. And then have an incident on Harris near I-77. This report is sponsored by DD's Discounts. Say hello to your brand new DD's. These discounts opening at 3033 Freedom Drive, Charlotte, tomorrow. And there are plenty of deals to find, so stop by and get yourself all these deals on the daily. Boomer Vine Cannon, WBT Traffic. Thank you, Boomer News, brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and you and I are probably different. I'm sure we share a lot of the same values, but at the end of the day, we're all unique. So, does your financial advisor understand that? Do you have a customized retirement plan built with your hopes and your dreams in mind? Or is it a cookie-cutter version of somebody else's, you know, off the shelf? Mark Henry and his team of fiduciaries at Alloy Wealth Management design personalized retirement plans incorporating variables like market volatility, social security, advanced tax planning for you, not some plan designed in the 1980s. Mark is local, independent, and he's an advisor whose sole focus is helping you achieve your dreams. Call Mark Henry right now, or a member of his team at 800-497-2152. Start creating a retirement plan made just for you. 800-497-2152. Do you want the one-size-fits-all plan or one that's built around your dreams? Easy choice. Call now, 800-497-2152. And here's your WBT Weather Channel forecast. Party cloudy 91 this afternoon. A few clouds tonight, low 72. Sunshine, a pop-up storm tomorrow, 90. Sunday, party cloudy 92. Richard Wedding at the Weather Channel, News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. It is 82 right now in Gastonia, 80 in Rock Hill, 81 here in Uptown Charlotte. At WBT, we lead local. I'm Mark Muller, WBT News. On hot summer days, the refrigerator is the most important home appliance. Is yours up to the task this year? Hi, I'm Bill Pleasance from Plaza Appliance Mart. Our summer sizzling sale is happening now with specials on lots of new refrigerators. We've got simple ones that you can put in the garage. And we have the latest next-generation refrigerators that are Wi-Fi enabled and can even keep track of the groceries inside. All of our manufacturers are showing off their best this month. GE, Whirlpool, Frigidaire, Samsung, Bosch, and LG. Come compare them all and find the one with the versatility, function, and style that works for you. Keep the drinks cold. Make the ice. Chill down a watermelon. You need a refrigerator that does it all for your family. Come see us at Plaza. We guarantee to be any big box store price. We have a great selection of appliances in stock, and we have next-day delivery. Check us out online at plazaappliancemart.com. You can chat with us or make a purchase. Cool down at Plaza Sizzling Summer Sale at Plaza Appliance Mart. What you can't get anywhere else. The most exciting jewelry buying opportunity is happening right now at Diamonds Direct. Pick any jewelry piece, pay nothing down, and get five years zero interest financing. Imagine that $4,000 eternity band for only $67 a month. Or that $8,000 engagement ring, just $135 a month. You can finance 100% of the purchase price, even the tax. Don't miss this limited time opportunity for the lowest payments ever on fine jewelry. But hurry, this offer ends June 30. Get details, directions, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. 
it. Are you looking for new tires? Then you've got a friend in Woody's Auto Service. During our Longer Days, Longer Drives tire event going on now through July 5th, get a Visa Rewards card worth up to $70 with the purchase of four select BF Goodrich tires. Learn more now at Woody'sAutoService.com. Woody's Auto Service. You've got a friend in us. At Woody's Auto Service, we're the ones to trust. you got a friend in us. Hey, Charlotte, you and your family and your friends are invited to celebrate America's freedom at the best 4th of July fireworks show in the Southeast. America is back open, and we're celebrating with the return of WBT Sky Show. Monday, July 4th at Truist Field in Uptown. Come out and enjoy the fun of USA Baseball. And don't miss an amazing 4th of July fireworks show. Following the game, WBT Sky Show 2022. Sponsored by Audi Charlotte. For details, visit WBT.com. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. 704-570-1110 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. We are awaiting uh, the president, Joe Biden. Uh, hang on a second. Let me put that in there and then add and then. Yeah, okay. So they're, uh, they're all milling about outside of the fences that they have erected outside of the Supreme Court for, I'm sure, the mostly peaceful, fiery but peaceful riots uh, prote- or demonstrations that... Uh, are underway and will be underway with the Night of Rage, which doesn't at all sound intimidating. By the way, thank you and mad props and respect to the Supreme Court justices who did not bend to the intimidation tactics of the left. Nor were they persuaded by the, uh, the you know, six-foot, tall costumes of female genitalia. I'm surprised that didn't convince them, really, like super, super persuasive to see people out in front of your house dressed, you know, as female anatomy. But apparently, maybe maybe there, maybe there should have been more. Maybe you guys should have put more costumes on, and that would have done the trick. Um, Monica uh, says, Pete, all of your prep shot to heck. Indeed, all of the prep. Uh, Eric says, guessing Pete Callender's show prep will basically be wasted today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, dissent, since the Supreme Court decided that uh, Roe v. Wade wasn't a viable decision and elected to terminate the precedent after 2,578 weeks. There you go. There you go. Very nicely done, Eric. Very nicely done. Um, let me see here if there's any others. Uh, the, right. Oh, yeah. This was another one. Here we go. Representative Mondaire Jones from New York, Democrat, kind of insane. He said uh, Democrats absolutely need to take up his bill to pack the court. Get ready to see more of this. We want to pack the court. Now, he says there is no alternative. If we were to codify the right to ban or the right to an abortion in the U.S. Senate, this six to three majority would undermine or outright strike it down. Um, well, no, see, if. See, this is the thing. It's I don't maybe people don't understand how this is supposed to work, but if you want to see the constitution amended, the constitution tells you how to amend it. It says it right there. And I know this, you know how I know this? I mean, yes, I've read it, but 
I'm a I'm a supporter of the Convention of States, an Article Five Convention of States. I would like to see that happen. And and no, I don't believe the con con arguments. Um, and yes, I have heard both sides of it. And I'm I'm not persuaded by the con con side. Anyway, I'm a I, I like the idea of a Article Five Convention of States. Oh, here we go. The president is here. He is now talking. It suggests a very solemn moment. Today, the Supreme Court of the United States expressly took away a constitutional right from the American people that it had already recognized. They didn't limit it. They simply took it away. That's never been done to a right so important to so many Americans. But they did it. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. Fifty years ago, Roe v. Wade was decided and has been the law of the land since then. This landmark case protected women's right to choose, her right to make intensely personal decisions with her doctor, free from the, inter- from the interference of politics. It reaffirmed basic principles of equality, that women have the power to control their own destiny, and it reinforced a fundamental right of privacy, a right of each of us to choose how to live our lives. Now, with Roe gone, let's be very clear. Uh-oh. The health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. As chairman and ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, as vice president and now as president of the United States, I've studied this case carefully. I've overseen more Supreme Court confirmations than anyone today, where this case was always discussed. I believe Roe v. Wade was the correct decision as a matter of constitutional law and application of the fundamental right to privacy and liberty in matters of family and personal autonomy. It was a decision on a complex matter that drew a careful balance between a woman's right to choose earlier in her pregnancy and the state's ability to regulate Why is he arguing this? later in her pregnancy. What? A decision with broad national consensus. Most Americans of faith and backgrounds found acceptance. You are not in front of the Supreme Court. Check your card. For most of the lifetime of Americans today. And it was a constitutional principle upheld by justices appointed by Democrat and Republican presidents alike. Roe v. Wade was a 7-2 decision written by a justice appointed by a Republican president, Richard Nixon. In the five decades that followed Roe v. Wade, justices appointed by Republican presidents from Eisenhower, Nixon, and Reagan, George W. Bush, were among the justices who voted to uphold the principles set forth in Roe v. Wade. It was three justices, named by one president, Donald Trump, who were the core of today's decision to upend the scales of justice and eliminate a fundamental right for women in this country. Make no mistake, this decision is a culmination of a deliberate effort over decades to upset balance of our law. What? It's a realization of an extreme ideology and a tragic error by the Supreme Court, in my view. The court has done what it has never done before, expressly take away a constitutional right that is so fundamental to so many Americans that had already been recognized. The court's decision to do so will have real and immediate consequences. 
State laws banning abortion are automatically taking effect today, jeopardizing the health of millions of women, some without exceptions. So extreme that the women could be punished for protecting their health. So extreme that women and girls were forced to bear their rapist child. With the child, a consequence. That's it. Uh oh. It just it just stuns Uh-oh. me. So extreme that doctors will be criminalized for fulfilling their duty to care. Imagine having young women have to ch- carry the child of incest as a consequence of incest. No option. Too often the case, the poor women are going to be hit the hardest. It's cruel. In fact, the court laid out state laws criminalizing abortion that go back to the 1800s <laughs> as rationale. The court literally taking America back 150 years. This is a sad day for the country, in my view. But it doesn't mean the fight's over. Let me be very clear and unambiguous. The only way we can secure a woman's right to choose in the balance that existed is for Congress to restore the protections of Roe v. Wade as federal law. No executive action from the president can do that. And if Congress, as it appears, lacks the votes to do that now, voters need to make their voices heard. This fall, we must elect more senators and representatives who will codify women's right to choose into federal law once again. Elect more state leaders to protect this right at the local level. We need to restore the protections of Roe as law of the land. We need to elect officials who will do that. This fall, Roe is on the ballot. Personal freedoms are on the ballot. The right to privacy, liberty, equality, they're all on the ballot. Until then, I will do all of my power to protect a woman's right in states where they will face the consequences of today's decision. While the court's decision cast a dark shadow over a large swath of the land, many states in this country still recognize a woman's right to choose. So, if a woman lives in a state that restricts abortion, the Supreme Court's decision does not prevent her from traveling from her home state to the state that allows it. It does not prevent a doctor in that state, in that state, from treating her. As the Attorney General has made clear, women must remain free to travel safely to another state to seek care they need. If any state or local official, high or low, tries to interfere with a woman's exercise in her basic right to travel, I will do everything in my power to fight that deeply un-American attack. My administration will also protect a woman's access to medications that are approved by the Food and Drug Administration, the FDA like contraception, which is essential for preventative health care, mifeprestone, which the FDA approved 20 years ago to safely end early pregnancies and is commonly used to treat miscarriages. Some states are saying that they'll try to ban or severely restrict access to these medications. 
But extremist governors and state legislators are looking to block the mail or search a person's medicine cabinet or control a woman's actions by tracking data on her apps she uses are wrong and extreme and out of touch with the majority of Americans. The American Medical Association, the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists wrote to me and Vice President Harris stressing that these laws are not based on are not based on evidence and asking us to act to protect access to care. They say by limiting access to these medicines, maternal mortality will climb in America. That's what they say. Today, I'm directing the Department of Health and Human Services to take steps to ensure these critical medications are available to the fullest extent possible. And the politicians cannot interfere in the decisions that should be made between a woman and her doctor. And my administration will remain vigilant as the implications of this decision play out. I've warned about how this decision risks the broader right to privacy for everyone. That's because Roe recognized the fundamental right to privacy that has served as a basis for so many more rights that have come to take, we've come to take for granted that are ingrained in the fabric of this country. The right to make the best decisions for your health. The right to use birth control, a married couple in the privacy of their bedroom, for God's sake. The right to marry the person you love. Now, Justice Thomas said as much today. He explicitly called to reconsider the right of marriage equality, the right of couples to make their choices on contraception. This is extreme and dangerous path the court is now taking us on. Let me close with two points. First, I call on everyone, no matter how deeply they care about this decision, to keep all protests peaceful. Peaceful, peaceful, peaceful. No intimidation. Violence is never acceptable. Threats and intimidation are not speech. We must stand against violence in any form, regardless of your rationale. Second, I know so many of us are frustrated and disillusioned that the court has taken something away that's so fundamental. I know so many women are now going to face incredibly difficult situations. I hear you. I support you. I stand with you. The consequences and the consensus of the American people, core principles of equality, liberty, dignity, and the stability of the rule of law demand that Roe should not have been overturned. With this decision, the conservative majority of the Supreme Court shows how extreme it is, how far removed they are from the majority of this country. They've made the United States an outlier among developed nations in the world. What? But this decision must not be the final word. My administration will use all of its appropriate lawful powers. But Congress must act. And with your vote, you can act. You can have the final word. This is not over. Thank you very much. More to say this in weeks to come. Thank you.
All right, now the president leaving the lectern. That is the president making comments on uh, the uh, overturning of Roe v. Wade earlier today by the U.S. Supreme Court. Walking. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. So I was happy to hear the president call for peaceful protests, peaceful demonstrations. Let's not intimidate people. I mean, just, I mean, really timely advice there. Maybe you could have come a little bit earlier, just a wee bit earlier, like out in front of the Supreme Court justices' homes over the last month or so. But at least, at least he's doing it now. That's what you want. A leader to say, call for restraint, call for peaceful protest, no violence, and um, making a direct plea for Democrats to turn out and vote in November. Obviously. Right? I mean, obviously so. We knew that was coming when they took the Dobbs case, and we knew that the Dobbs case ruling was going to be issued sometime this summer. We knew that this would be used to rally Democratic base voters. So this idea, though, that uh, what did he say that um, that Roe is on the ballot? Roe's always been on the ballot for fifty years. Roe has been on the ballot. I mean, this is to me. This is sort of uh, I don't want to say comical because it's not comical, but I do just take note of how so many of our friends on the left were totally fine with the Supreme Court making up some constitutional protections, finding a constitutional right where none is written under this, you know, general heading of a right to privacy. And because I have a right to privacy, then I get to do all of these things in the privacy of my own house. Like, for example, uh, how about, do I have a right to privacy to, um, uh, to be in the privacy of my own house and take a whole bunch of drugs. Is that ele- is that legal or illegal? Is that covered or not covered? Now, ha- okay, how about because uh, that's just affecting me, and the libertarian in me would say you actually do, but that's not been that's not been the uh, the case law. They've not decided that. How about this one? Do I have the right to whip up on somebody in the privacy of my own home if they allow for it to occur? Can I like if somebody wants to? be murdered, for example, and under the right to privacy, I murder them, and they're not even dying. It's not like an assisted suicide kind of thing. Is that a right to privacy? See, this is what I mean. There are all these questions that now kind of come up under this, uh, this expansive view of a right to privacy. My view on it, and it's the same view, by the way, that I had on gay marriage, and here's it's a, on the gay marriage of Bergerfeld. I don't care who you marry. I don't. I, I really don't. Like, you cannot. When I hear somebody say once a long time ago, they have not invented a machine that could measure the little amount of care that I have for who you get married to. I don't. However, a Bergefeld is a terrible decision. Terrible. Government shouldn't be in the business at all. And uh, love wins is not a judicial (laughs) philosophy. Now, that being said, Roe v. Wade should never have been decided at the federal level either. It should have been reserved for the states. And that's now where it shall be decided once again.